There's only one road into Key West, but you won't believe where it can take you. Travel back in time to a city rich with history. Discover amazing artists and musicians. Taste seafood fresh off the boat, or just kick back and soak up the island vibe. For more about Key West, visit flakeys.com. Key West, close to perfect, far from normal. You're about to experience a life-giving message from Bishop Kevin Foreman, the People's Bishop and Pastor of Harvest Church. We exist to lead people to totally love God, love people, and love life as one church in global locations. Find out more on our website at www.harvestchurch.church or get our app by texting the word HARVEST to the number 55498. Your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. So bless what blesses you in our app or online at www.harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Now, here's today's life-giving message. Amen. Our middle school and high school students are going to make their way to the cut. Everybody else, let's stand on our feet and lift your Bibles high. Let's make our confession of faith. You don't have a Bible, just lift your mobile device high. They're bringing me my phone right now. And uh, let's just lift this high right now. Let's say this together. Because I'm unconditionally loved by God and at harvest, I come to God as I am. But through today's life-giving message, I won't stay as I am. This is my banner year, which is my best year yet in Jesus' name. Remain standing with me for just a moment. Say relationship. Revolution. Now watch this. The way we're doing relationships is not working. Bishop, how do you know? 50% of first marriages end in divorce. 67% of second marriages end in divorce. 73% of third marriages end in divorce. They stop counting, which means it doesn't get better. It gets worse. And a revolution is a sudden or drastic change. Say sudden, sudden. and drastic. Now just look over at your neighbor and say, that's exactly what you need. So listen, we're dealing with every type of relationship today. We're talking about romantic relationships. We're talking about friendships. We're talking about family. We're talking about relatives. We're talking about it all. And we're going to do it tonight. Say the revolution begins. 1 John 4, 17. Now this is a verse we've been looking at in this series we're in called Superheroes. So while it's a one night relationship revolution, we're still in our series Superheroes. And so in all of that, this is the scripture we've been looking at over the last several weeks. 1 John 4, 17. I want you to read it with me. Come on church. One, two, ready, read. Now, now, now watch this, watch this. Say, as he is, is, so are we we in the world. world. But watch this, there's a part of this verse that that I want to deal with that we have not looked at yet. 1 John 4, 17. I just want you to look at the first part. And I want you to read that with everything you got. Read it like somebody just cut you off in traffic and you're trying to remind yourself you're a Christian. And if you're not one, you're going to remind yourself you're going to become one tonight. All right? One, two, ready, read. Stop. Y'all sound good. Check this out. Love has been perfected, which means love is going to be a messy, dirty, jacked up, pain-filled process. But it will be worth it. I said, but it will be worth it. Father, we pray tonight that you would customize, tailor, make this word for us, your people, that we would move and walk in everything that you have ordained. Tonight, we declare that a relationship revolution will occur, not just a revolution, but even a evolution. A revolution is a sudden or drastic change, but a evolution means to go from an inferior level to a superior level. Tonight, help every relationship in our lives to increase, to get better, uh, to improve in the name of Jesus. We declare that it is evolution time. We declare it is revolution time in our relationships. We're open to receive we drop discouragement we drop depression we drop frustration and tonight we're ready to have some change in our relationship somebody holler change we're ready for some change in our relationships in jesus name we pray somebody shout hallelujah you can be seated in the presence of the Lord. You know, again, as I've already mentioned, we're in this series, Superheroes, uh, where we're going to unlock our divinity, divinity rather, because the Bible says that as he is, you finish the church, 
so are we in the world and the scriptures teaches us that he is divine and that word divine we've learned means excellent and watch this when we understand how he is we'll understand and see how we should be now first john 4 17 is short but my goodness it packs a strong principle it says love has been perfected among us in this which teaches us this powerful principle love has to be perfected and that word perfected in the greek language of our new testament means to consecrate that means set apart to finish to fulfill to make perfect so that teaches us that love is going to be a messy journey to learn how to love god love people and love life that journey is going to be painful that journey is going to have ups that journey is going to have downs that journey is going to have days you want to cuss everybody out where the real folk at that day's gonna have journeys where you feel like loving. That day's gonna have journey, uh, days where you don't feel like loving anybody. That day's gonna have uh, uh, days where you just like love, and then it's gonna be other days where it's like war. It's gonna be some days where you feel like giving everybody everything. Some days you don't want to give anybody anything. It's gonna be a journey. Somebody say it's a journey. Now, you gotta understand that it's gonna be a journey, a messy journey to learn how to love God, love people, and love life. And here's the trip, and here's the truth. We've all made mistakes in relationships. Okay, where are the honest people at? Okay, and we've all made mistakes in relationships and love. So you cannot beat yourself up because it's just the process of love being perfected in you. So in this moment, before I teach any further, I need you to forgive yourself for every bad relationship decision you made, for every bad friendship you ever got into, for every bad marriage you got into, whatever it is, you need to forgive yourself. So take a moment, lay your hands on yourself. Say your name. Say in the name of Jesus, I forgive you. For every poor relationship decision you've ever made, in this moment, you are free from the mistakes of your past in relationships. God forgives you. I forgive you in Jesus' name. You ought to celebrate that right now. Why? Because it's going to be difficult for you to progress if you're still in the prison of your past mistakes in relationships. Many people never move forward. And when we get in this tonight, you're going to just have moments. And when you have moments, you'll see harvesters sometimes do this thing where they'll stand up and turn around. And the reason they're doing that is because they're just telling themselves that this is a place where you got to have an interruption uh, to what's been going on in your life. And the word speaks to them in such a powerful and poignant way that they can't just sit there. They have to give a physical interruption to the dysfunction that's been going on in their life. And touch your neighbor and say, you're going to be spending a lot tonight. Now watch this, watch this, watch this. Uh, there, there's another way we could say that. Say love is being perfected. There's another way that we could say that. Your love for God, your love for people, and your love for life, which is you, is evolving. So then that means the quality of relationships in your life is evolving. Now let's get into the nitty gritty. A relationship, say relationship. A relationship is a decision to engage in perpetual connection, association, or involvement. It's a decision. Say it's a decision. So right there, you just fixed 50% of your relationship issues because you need to just undecide some people. And there's some people you just need to decide. But the reality is the, a relationship is a what? A decision. Which means stop saying, well, they won't let me and this and that and this and that. No, it's a decision. And sometimes you have to decide, watch this, that if loving you is killing me, I can no longer afford to love you. But then sometimes you need to say to yourself, you're just selfish. Okay, y'all don't want to be real. All right. It's a decision to engage in perpetual. That means repeated connection, association, or involvement. And relationships are doors into the future. And since we get to pick who we're in relationship, whether it's dating, marriage, friends, even family, we get to shape our future. A relationship is a door. Which means, watch this, whoever I pick to be in relationship with, I am deciding my future. Which means, watch this, whatever my life becomes is because of who I pick to be in relationship with. How many people never become what God has ordained for them to be because they don't know how to pick good people to be in relationships with? Because watch this, they pick people they have to save rather than people that are on their level. They pick people they have to love down opposed to loving up. It's a funny thing that Jesus said, don't give what's holy to the dogs and don't cast pearls before swine, which means Jesus Christ, God Almighty, the Theanthropos, so much God you can't believe he's man, so much man you can't believe he's God. He calls some human beings pigs and some human beings dogs. Which means, watch this, watch this. A relationship is a door. Say it's a door. Now, which means, watch this, you get to pick your future. Now, I hear somebody saying, well, Bishop, you can't pick your family. True, but you can pick the level of relationship you have with them. 
Okay, let's take it another further. So we understand a relationship first is a decision to engage in a perpetual connection. So right there, we fix 50% of your problems because there's some people you need to undecide. And there's some people you need to fully decide. The reason you feel so torn is because you won't make a decision. You're looking at all the evidence and the jury's still out. Y'all are not talking to me tonight. All right. Now, watch this. Uh, second thing, relationships are what? Doors, which means they're doors into your future. So I can tell where you're headed by who you're in relationship with. Which means, watch this, he that does not increases you, decreases you. Which means there's sometimes you just got to sit back and stop trying to be uh, the, the uh, captain save of somebody. And you just need to realize, you know what, I'm oil and you're vinegar. And when we shake it up, we make a good vinaigrette. But the problem is when we ain't in trouble, we don't like one another. You missed it. See, for some folks, I feel like preaching right here and I ain't even supposed to be preaching. The only reason the relationship seems to work is when y'all have trouble because you're like a vinaigrette. You have to be shaken in order to mix. But whenever things are good, things don't go well for you all because you all don't know what to do with one another unless you got problems. Which is why you'll create conflict in the relationship because you need vinaigrette. You got to be shaken up. I just said a mouthful. I could drop the mic and stop right there and you got your money's worth, all right? Should I keep on going? Now, 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 watch this. Here's the next thing. Your relationship, or you are in relationship with people that mirror what you think about yourself. You are in relationship with people that mirror about what you think about yourself. So stop saying, I just have all these, you know, liars around me. Whoever you're in relationship with mirrors what you believe about yourself and what you think about yourself. And here's the truth. The Bible is full of feuds, toxic relationships, relationship mismanagement, people picking wrong spouses, people expecting things from people that don't have the capacity to deliver them. And it's been that way for close to 6,000 years. And there's one big reason for it. Say, what's the reason, Bishop? Baggage. Baggage is the reason. Somebody say baggage. Uh-huh. It's going to get good right now. Right, right there. Your name right there. Now, where does baggage build up? When I say baggage, baggage are all of the past hurts, pains, disappointments uh, that you've experienced in previous relationships that now get packed up and move into new relationships. This is why it's very dangerous for you. Why, hear me. If you are single, it is very dangerous for you to be, watch this, fresh out of something trying to get fresh into something. Why, Bishop? Because you got too much baggage. Oh, I'm good. No, you're not good. You just can't see your bags because you're on the plane, but those bags are still up under there. It's quiet in here. Say baggage. Now, now, now baggage builds up in the heart. In the heart, in the scripture, our Old Testament, the Hebrew language, is the word leb, L-E-B. New Testament, it's the word cardia, uh, where we get our word heart from. Both of those words in their simplest form means mind. So then baggage builds up in our minds. But we could expand it and say baggage builds up in the soul. Our soul is our mind, thoughts, will, and emotions. You're a spirit. That's your subconscious mind. That's what you do without thinking about what you do because that's who you are. But then you are a soul that possesses a, that's your mind, thoughts, will, and emotions. That's your conscious mind, thought, will, and emotions, and you live in a physical body. Baggage builds up in the mind, but then we expand it. Baggage builds up in the soul. Your mind, thoughts, will, and emotions. Which means your neighbor looks great tonight. Just wink at him. Say, you look fantastic. You look fantastic. Say, believe me. Say, believe me. You look fantastic. But they have got some emotional baggage. They have got some thought baggage. They've got some mind baggage. And they have some will baggage. What's will baggage? I can't make a decision because I'm scared to make a decision. Because every time I make a decision, things go wrong when I make a decision. So I don't know what to decide to do. So my decision is to do nothing. Say baggage. Proverbs 4.23 says this. I've taught on this a million times, so here it is a million and one. Proverbs 4.23. Proverbs meaning wisdom. It says keep. That word keep in the Hebrew language of our Old Testament, it means watch. Which means you're going to have to watch yourself. Watch. Then it means observe. You're going to have to observe yourself. You know the beauty of a breakdown is it gives you the ability to observe you. 
You ever had a sensation like you're watching yourself? Uh, well, I said, stop fighting that. Sometimes you need to sit there and watch you. Well, I says, I says, I says, I says, stay with me, church. It means, it means to keep, to watch, to observe, then to inspect for hidden things injected. Your heart with all diligence for out of it spring the issues of life. Now leave the verse up. Keep, that means watch. Say watch. watch. When's the last time you watched yourself? Now I literally mean, when's the last time you observed you? When's the last time you inspected for hidden things? I remember uh, a few a few months ago I was uh, taking a trip. Uh, uh, I was taking a trip. And as I was taking a trip, I uh, got um, I was uh, going through security and all that. And as I was going through security... Um, the little thing they said we need to do an inspection. And I said, and as they were doing the uh, inspection, I said, uh, well, what is this about? I said, this is the same bag I brought to y'all the other day, and it wasn't no problems. I ain't changed nothing out of here, but except, you know, whatever. And so in all of that, uh, the, the, uh, they, they started doing the inspection. As they did the inspection, uh, they found that uh, there was this little, I had this little grooming kit, you know, where you clip your nails and all that, a little grooming kit. And in the grooming kit, apparently there was a little blade that was in there. Now, I didn't know it was in there. Now, had I known it was in there, I would have had it as protection, but I didn't even know it was in there. And I said, don't start no trouble with me. I got my grooming kit, all right? And so, <laughs> now, the problem is, the problem is, watch this, is it was hidden, and I didn't know it was there, but watch this, it held me up. You got a lot of stuff that's hidden in you that you don't know is there that is holding you up from making progress. But tonight, I said, but tonight. So I says, keep, watch, observe, inspect for hidden things injected. Of, uh, your heart with all diligence, which means you've got to make it a practice in your life. So a night like tonight, we're talking about relationships, all the cities and everybody watching us to the digital campuses, everybody here on campus, phenomenal. But watch this. The reality is, is that it only sometimes comes around when we get to a message about it. We don't do it on a daily. Say diligence means daily. Keep your heart with all diligence for out of it spring the issues of life. Now, watch this. That word spring in the Hebrew language of our Old Testament is the word tutsah, which is similar to tootsie, like tootsie pop. Watch this. It means the farthest borders or the lid. So the lid of your life is found in your baggage. You can only go as far as your baggage. I can only go as far as my baggage lets me. Keeping that same analogy, it's like taking a trip and you pack for four days and you're trying to take a two-year trip and you got four days worth of stuff. It's as far as the furthest you can go. So here it is. Let's get into the nitty gritty. Relationships of all kinds. When do they fail? Let me ask you something. Let's have interactive church. Talk to me. When do they fail? Somebody, when do they fail? Well, I didn't touch all that. Okay. Relationships, listen to me, they fail up front. They never fail later on. They always fail up front, which means you need to check that baggage your baggage and their baggage and if you think they have none you just haven't looked long enough touch your neighbor say check that baggage because here's the problem when you meet them you know they don't look like all their baggage now, now this is the female one he got his hat on this is this is the male one right here. Now when they meet, watch this. How you doing? How, how you doing? I'm good. Oh, for real? What church you go to? Harvest? Ah, oh, Bishop Foreman. It's evolution time, right? Okay. Stay with me. Okay. So so watch this. They don't look like what they've been through. Because they're putting on the best version of themselves. So you don't see the chains. You don't see the knife marks. You don't see the blood. You, you don't see the fact that they crazy. You don't see any of that. Why, Bishop? Because it's packed away in baggage. Are you hearing me, church? 
Now, watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this. Say, check the baggage. Now, now watch this. The first thing I want to give you when they deal with relationships with people of all kinds, first thing I want to give you is this, is do you actually pray for people before you get in relationship with people? Now, it's a simple thing, but watch this. Availability doesn't mean compatibility. Some people think, you single? I'm single. Deal. You don't have a friend? I don't have a friend. Deal. Your family crazy? My family crazy. Deal. Availability does not mean compatibility. So before we get into baggage, there are some things you could have just prayed down. It would have dissipated up front. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? Here's what happens in life. Say baggage. First thing is baggage builds up. They've been hurt. And then watch this. They've been, they've been, they've been through some stuff. Look at all what he didn't been through. Look at how rough he looks. He don't look like this to you. You, he's smooth. Ain't never met nobody like him. He's a smooth operator. Minimal manipulation ain't the occupation for the man that you're facing when he's talking to you. You understand what I'm saying? He's the man. And I'm taller than him. Praise God. Ain't God good? Ain't God good? I love this. I love where this is going. Now, <laughs> this, this is simple. Like, what is he talking about? I'm just, it's a side note. Don't worry about it. Here's the deal. You don't see all the baggage. You don't see that his daddy left him. So that messed with his heart right there. You, you don't see, you don't, you don't see, you don't see that he's, that he struggled with identity issues. You don't see uh, that he struggled with acceptance issues. You don't see that he struggled with all these other things. You don't see the pain. You don't see the friend that he had that he was loyal to that wasn't loyal to him. So all of this stuff has built up over the years now. You, you, you don't see the baggage because watch this. The baggage is always packed away. You don't see the chains. Mr. What do the chains represent? See, there's the reason why the scripture teaches us about sexual purity. It teaches us about sexual purity because every time you lay down with somebody, you lay down with all of them and everybody they've laid down with. And so the reason, the reason the scripture teaches us that is because uh, all of you becomes one with anyone you lay down with and anyone they've laid down with, which means watch this. You may lay down with one person, but what you don't understand is you're laying down with the chains of, of every person they've ever laid down with and every person they've laid down with and every person they've laid down with. So the reason that you can't even relate to them is because you got so many others in y'all situation. Okay. So you have the X and then you have that X's X's. So you didn't lay it down with one, but got 24. There's no condom for the heart. So now all of that's their baggage. And that baggage is there. And then watch this. And then, hey, you got all your baggage too. She's always struggled thinking she wasn't pretty enough. Always had issues with her shape, her size, her self-image. Never was affirmed by her father, so she looks to men to affirm her. She looks for somebody to tell her she's got what it takes, looks for somebody to tell her that she's good enough. And so the way that she learned how to do that was through relationships, not realizing that two empty people can only make another empty person. But watch, all this baggage is built up. Say it's built up. So it builds up over the years. And here's the reality. Most of us never take the time to unpack the bags and then heal from the things that are in the bags. Because see, watch this. I can't just unpack it. I got to heal from it. Sometimes, watch this. Hear me, church. There's a difference between moving on and getting over it. And what most of us learn how to do is move on. I, but I need you to do this, do this with me. Do this. Do, do, your, do your hand like this. Kind of like, you know, you're doing the wave, like old school dance. Watch this. Say, get over it. Get over it means, watch this, here's moving on. I avoided it. That's what most of us learn how to do. Oh, I'm good. That was five years ago. But it's still in your attitude. 
Oh, I'm good. That was, that was, that was this. That was this. But it's still affecting you. It's still affecting your attitude. It's still affecting how you treat people. It's still affecting how you look at yourself. It's still affecting how you look at others. And so you just moved on from it, but you never do it with me, church. Got over it. But tonight, I declare that there's going to be a stirring on the inside of you that's going to cause you to get over something. I dare somebody to just do that with me. Say, I'm getting over it tonight. Yeah, you're going to get over that rejection tonight. You're going to get over that abandonment tonight. You're going to get over what your mama did, what your daddy did, what your cousin didn't do. You're getting over it tonight because you don't have another day to live in chains anymore. Somebody holler, I'm getting over it. You can't afford to keep moving on because you're just avoiding it. You're avoiding the tough conversations. And let me prove to you, watch this, that you know you uh, have just moved on but not gotten over it. It's because you'll say things like, I don't want to talk about it. Anybody that wants to really get over something says, let's have a convo. Let's do it right here. Let's do it right now. It may get messy. It may get dirty. I might cry. I might cuss and then ask for forgiveness later. I ain't planning on it, but it might happen on accident. Touch your neighbor and say, be real. See, you're at Harvest. See, watch this, church. We can't be fake. We have to be real so we can get healed. The only way to get healed from anything is to be real about it. Many people in church would get healed from stuff if they start being real about stuff. You don't walk around speaking in psalms and hymns all day. Say, I'm getting over it. Watch this, watch this, watch this. There's a difference between getting over it and moving on. Now watch this. Most people only move on and they never get over anything so the baggage just keeps building. So by the time you meet someone, you're not meeting them. You are meeting, watch this, the version of them they trust anybody else with. Because they stopped trusting people a long time ago. They they stopped trusting a long time ago. They stopped, watch this, exposing the secret parts of themselves to people a long time ago. They learned how to put a version of themselves out that's a protected version. So they only keep the real them to themselves because they don't think you can handle them. And the reason they don't think you can handle them is because they don't trust them and they don't trust you and they don't trust anybody. Matter of fact, you'll be told they barely trust God. Because in the back of their mind, they're thinking, God, if you love me, why did you let me go through this? If you love me, why did this happen? So, so, so I got trust issues that have built up over time. And so the reality is my baggage has been building, which brings me to the second thing that baggage does. Baggage beats up. When you got baggage, you're brutal. And without cause. You have no regard for how you treat folk, how you act with folk, what you say to folk, what you do. You just have no regard. You're just brutal because baggage makes you borderline narcissist, borderline sociopathic. It's about me, about what I want, about what I'm doing, and I don't care how it affects anybody else. If that affects you, oh well, because nobody cared about me when I was hurt at 12. Nobody cares about me when I was hurt at 21. Nobody cares about me when this person did that. Something recently just happened in our nation just over the last couple of days and somebody sent me some information about it. I wasn't fully aware of it. And, and when I saw it, it was amazing. This guy went crazy because of a bad relationship. Watch this. Because his baggage built up and his baggage built up. Watch this. And he showed part of himself to somebody who didn't honor it, who didn't treat it well. And so he used that as a way to justify hurting other people. Because when you got baggage, baggage beats up. It's brutal. It's mean. It's nasty. Watch this. It's always offended. People with baggage, it doesn't matter how perfect something is. Something is wrong with you. Not them. Oh, no. It's you. You can do everything just right. You can do everything exactly the way it's supposed to be. And that baggage is going to find something to slap around and beat up. So it builds up, then it beats up. Here's the third thing baggage does. Baggage blinds. Now I got this, this baggage. We, we built baggage for you. Oh man, I should have had to make it bigger so I could slip back there. I'm slip fit, but I ain't that slip fit. <laughs> Say it blinds. So check this out. Got all this baggage here. Now, here, here's the problem. When you got baggage, you don't see things as they really are. When you have baggage, watch this. It doesn't allow you to see them, nor does it allow you to see you. Instead, it sees baggage. And here's the trip. Baggage, uh, it's easy to judge somebody else's baggage unless and until it's yours. 
Because I know some of y'all right now are sitting up saying, whoo, I'm getting this CD for my co-worker. She needs this. Whoo, my brother needs this. You need this. But your baggage won't even let you see that you got baggage yourself. But are there any real people at church on Wednesday that can say, I got some baggage myself, but I'm making a decision not to move on. I'm making a decision to do it with me. Get over it. Do it with me. Get over it. Say it again. Get over it. So, so watch, watch. I'm just talking. We're talking. I'll preach in a minute. We're talking. It's easy to judge somebody else's baggage. I just don't understand why they're so disloyal. Well, you didn't see when they were betrayed. I just don't understand how they lie so much. Well, you don't understand their shame. It's easy to judge it. Not, not justifying it, but it's easy to judge it when you don't understand it. And baggage, watch this, it blinds you. So it impairs your ability to trust. Have you ever been having a good time and then all of a sudden somebody had a mood swing? If you don't know anybody, you're the person we were having a good time with and then you had a mood swing? Watch this. Watch this. I'm going to help you. That's because the baggage is being unpacked at an inopportune time because they don't even trust you with a good time. If, I, if they start having a good time, that baggage blinds them. So it's like, this is a good time. They're going to do something to hurt me. So they're going to find something to fight about. But why didn't you ask him for ketchup? You know I like ketchup. Take me home. I told you when I got home from work, all I wanted was Honey Nut Cheerios. These are regular Cheerios. I'm leaving. I don't want to be bothered right now. Y'all don't do nothing right. Baggage blinds you. So you can't even have a good time because you don't trust people with a good time. They might get over on me if they sense weakness in me. I got to be ferocious. Watch this, watch this, I'm almost done. The baggage says, watch this, here's what baggage says. I should fight for this relationship. Fight for what? Then it fights. Then it feels stupid for fighting. Then it feels like a really loving person. Then it says, but nothing has changed. Baggage. Baggage, baggage, baggage. Somebody say baggage, baggage, baggage. Baggage, baggage. So then when you have baggage, you, you say it blinds. So one of the ways it blinds you is through projection. See, you project the negative that's in you on them so you see them as you are. So I says, cheaters always suspect you of cheating. Where you at? What you doing? Hmm. Maybe you're projecting a little bit. Maybe. Disloyal people always accuse you of being disloyal. You're just not loyal. Well, do you have any evidence? I just, I just got a feeling. You're projecting. Okay, watch this. When there's baggage that blinds you, you'll have bad communication. See, the root of every problem in life is bad communication. Many people aren't as crazy as they seem. They just can't communicate well. Nobody knows what they're saying and neither do they. But when you got baggage, you're blind. So you don't even know that there's communication issues. You, you'll just think, well, that's just the way everybody talks. Doesn't everybody grunt? Doesn't everybody have mood swings in the middle of the day and says you just need to understand this? It's quiet in here. Y'all got caught. Y'all shouting a minute ago. Doesn't everybody send four page text when we're in the next room? Doesn't everybody do that? Doesn't everybody do passive aggressive typing? Well, if I got to undo that, I, I just messed up my notes. <laughs> Doesn't everybody do that? Doesn't everybody hang up the phone in your mid-conversation and say, I just need some space. And then when you call them back and they don't answer, then you're like, well, why aren't you answering the phone? I told you I just need a little time and now you're not answering the phone. And this is what I'm talking about. I'm saying more than y'all said. So, so watch this. Say baggage blinds. So you'll project, then you'll have bad communication. And then when you have bad communication, watch this, your relationships will start having vitamin C deficiencies. I've talked about this before. Vitamin C. See, there's five doses of vitamin C you got to have in every relationship. I won't go into them in great detail. I just want to hit them real quickly. Watch this. Uh, the greatest uh, C deficiency is Christ. 
God is love. So no Jesus, no love, and you can't give something you don't have. See, if the Bible says God is love, if you don't have God, how can you have love? The best they can give you is strong light. How can you give love when you've never experienced it unconditionally from God? How can you give somebody a love that will go the distance if you've never received a love that will go the distance? Because you don't even know what it looks like. You don't know what it feels like. You don't know how it talks. You don't know how it acts. Got it? Are you hearing what I'm saying? Okay, second dose of vitamin C. But see, when watch this. When your baggage has blinded you, now you're going to start having vitamin C deficiencies, all right? So the second dose is character. Watch this. If you don't trust someone, anybody, I don't know if I should ask this. Let me ask it this way. Let me ask it this way. Anybody ever had a time in life where you were in a relationship with somebody you didn't trust? Any type of relationship, romantic, friendship, family, whatever, you didn't trust? Okay, just at some time in life. Sometime in life. Now, watch this. If you don't trust someone, the relationship is over. And you two are the only ones that don't know it. Why, Bishop? Because every action you take is going to be from a place of distrust. Everything you do. I'll get you a Christmas gift, but let me first see what you got me. Merry Christmas. Oh, they only gave me a $20 gift card? Hold up, swap that out. Let me get this back. Everything you do is going to be from a place of distrust. Everything you do is going to be a place of distrust. Got it? If they have any friends, if it's a romantic relationship, and they have any friends that remotely look halfway better than, you know, I guess this is too real. Let me just, let me just, let me water it down. If you keep Jesus first place in your hearts, (laughs) it's automatic. But who is that? And y'all friends. Hmm. Well, how long y'all been friends? Hmm. So she married? Hmm. I just ain't never heard of that. Now here's the trip. That friend, no, I can't say that in church. This is not like a ladies' night where I just say whatever I want to say. That friend could, no. That friend may not be someone that will remotely even have a shot in heaven, hell, or earth. I cleaned that up really good. But when you operate from a place of distrust, everything's a threat because there is no trust. If they go to the car wash, I'll go. Okay, let's go get the car wash. You're going to take the chamois. You're drying. <laughs> if you want to come, you're going to work. Okay? So, when say baggage blinds. So, you're going to have, uh, watch this. So, then you're going to have these deficiencies, a Christ deficiency. So, then watch this. You know relationships, the baggage is starting to blind them because then people stop coming to church. Stop giving. They stop serving. They do all that because now they have a vitamin C deficiency. Then they have the character issue. So there's a trust issue. Then third, a chemistry issue. Watch this. When you've got a baggage issue that's blinding you, you watch this. Here's the question you got to ask. Do you get along and do you like the people you're in relationship with? If not, why are you in relationship with them? In chemistry, a bad mixture equals an explosion. If you enjoy their absence more than their presence, there's your answer. You're sitting here praying. No, think about this. Think about how full, Lord. Father Jesus, Jesus, sweet holy God, sweet God almighty Lord. You know I can't stand them. When I see them coming, I try to find something else to do in another part of the house. Oh Lord. Father, just touch. Touch what? there's a chemistry. Do you even like them? Now everybody's going to have moments of dislike. Touch your neighbor and say, you know about that. Everybody's going to have moments where it doesn't matter who it is. You're just going to, they're just going to work your nerve just because you have nerves to be worked. Because when you got baggage issues, the people closest to you feel your issues. 
so they, they experience your issues quickest. So, so watch this. When you got baggage issues, sometimes the people that, that you, that you need the most will be the people that you hurt the quickest because, because they're so close to your baggage. And as you're unpacking it, you ever been unpacking and then accidentally did this and accidentally that? That's what happens. As you're unpacking your baggage, then you take the scissors and cut somebody because they were close. So you're always going to have issues that, you know, of moments of that. But I'm talking about like chronic, like chronic, like, you know, like, like chronic dislike. Like, good morning. Good morning. Like for seven years in a row. Okay. I, I, that's, 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 that's what I'm talking about. All right. All right. Are, are you getting what I'm saying? Okay, then the next part, I'm just hitting these real quick. Uh, the next is competency, all right? When baggage blinds, you're going to have issues with competency. Is the person you're in relationship with competent or able to fulfill their end of the bargain? Can they even give you what it is you want? Can they even give you what it is that you need? Song says, tell me what you want. Tell me what you need. And then tell me if it ain't good enough for you. Are they competent? You'll know they're not competent. Watch this. When you can have a conversation and at the end of the conversation, they'd be like, well, I still don't know what you're talking about. But okay, let's just move on. See, instead, here's what you got to do. You got to pull that thing back and say, no, we're not moving on. We're going to get over it. And if you don't, well, no, I'm done talking. Well, now be careful now when you start talking like this here. Because see, watch this. Either we're going to get over it. What's this? Because I don't have no more time in my life to waste. Okay. I want to preach to somebody right through here. I don't have any more time in my life to waste. So if you want to sit up and be miserable the rest of your life, you can do that by yourself. But I don't have time to waste. I don't have Do they have competency? Uh, next, no stokes. I got a next dose uh, of, of vitamin C. See, baggage blind, so start having vitamin C deficiencies. Those five are they a contributor opposed to a consumer? Question: What's being added to you? What's being subtracted from you? Sometimes you got to ask yourself the people in your life. Remember, we're talking about all relationship types because the principles apply to all. What do you bring? No, no, what do you bring to the table? I mean, something. At least bring a dream. <laughs> At least have a hope. <laughs> put, put, have something. At least be able to put five dollars in the tank if we all if we gonna go, go eat and stuff. At least. I'm being funny, but you catch the principle. What do you bring to the table? You you know why you know why some of that baggage? Because it's gonna take me to the next thing. Am I helping anybody? I'm almost done. I'm almost done. Here's the reason. Here's the reason that um, so many of us sometimes have tough issues with relationships is because we never check what they contribute. Because oftentimes we're just so excited to have someone present. And the problem with that is that you will get with people who are nothing but consumers, not contributors. They take, 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 take. And the song has stopped. And all you do is give, 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 and they take, 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 and you give, 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 and they take, 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 and you give, give. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> We're recording that tonight. That's coming. We're gonna let that one out tomorrow. <laughs> so they take, 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 and you give, 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 give. And here's the problem. Then you get tired. Because your baggage is like, now I'm helping you with your problem. And then when I just, you ain't even asked me how my day was. I didn't just walk you from the gates of hell, and you won't even ask me how my day was. Which brings me, which brings me, which brings me to the next thing baggage does is baggage leaves body bags. You'll notice I'm alliterating, which means that all bees here. So baggage builds up, baggage beats up, baggage blinds, then baggage, watch this, leaves body bags. Because now, watch this, 
this one and this one, then got into a knockdown, drag out, full blown, I continue situation. Okay? Emotionally. Because it shouldn't be physically. If it's physically, you don't need to pray, Lord, do I have a way out? You had a way out the moment their hand touched you. Don't you, let me just say that. Let me just deal with this. Don't you ever pray about staying in a physically abusive relationship. The moment they hand, ah, 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 ah. be encouraged. <laughs> Have several seats. And I got to say this because it's not just men that be beating on women. It's a new day. And it's a new season. <laughs> it's a fresh type of woman. <laughs> anyway. So, so that's just, I want to deal with that. Because sometimes Christian people use scriptures that the Bible says nothing like what they say it says. And then they'll try to justify staying in an abusive relationship. No, you don't do that. They need to go learn how to deal with that anger issue. And then come talk to you. Song says, come and talk to me after you deal with your anger. <laughs> I'm getting ready to close. Now, watch this. Watch this. So now, bunch of issues here. And the baggage, the baggage bills. Say it, bills. Yeah. It's a relationship, friendship, dating, marriage, whatever. Okay? Booty calls. Say preach bishop. preach, bishop. Now, booty call is an urban colloquialism, which means someone that is contacted for the purposes of physical activities that are not scriptural. Because <laughs> you thought it was one call. You didn't realize is that you got them and everybody else that's been calling them. But let's just be honest. Everybody made mistakes. Everybody, everybody made mistakes. Just put your hands up. Just we've all made all types of mistakes. All right. So, so touch your neighbor. Touch your neighbor. Say we have no reason to be condemned. We have no reason to be judged. Cause it's revolution time. It's evolution time in relationships. So now this baggage leaves body bags. Cause now this one's done with this one, and then this one's over here done with this one, and now and now watch this. Now it's somebody new. But there's a body bag over here because this one is still hurting from this one and this one's still hurting from this one and so now you got a trail of body bags. I want to ask you a question. If you were to be tried for the people you've emotionally murdered how many life sentences would you get? We've all done it. We've all done it. Because watch this. While we've all hurt, we all have hurt. How many people have you emo- how many people have you let on? Making them think something was going to happen. To only change your number. It's quiet in the church. It's quiet in the church. And now you got all this baggage. It's been built up. You knock one piece down. And then now you got with somebody crazy. Now you got 400 new pieces. Say baggage. It leaves body bags. That's good. It's kind of scared me at first. <laughs> like, so y'all mic the boxes? What the world? Say body bags. And watch this. Here's the trip about it. Sometimes the body bags aren't the people that you were in relationship with. They were people that are still in your life after that relationship that are dealing with your issues. See, it's your kids that's dealing with your body bags. Uh-huh. It's your boss that's dealing with your body bags. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, 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 it's other people. It's that customer service rep that won't get you that credit on your internet that's dealing with your body bags. Because she's going to pay the price for every sin every person in the whole world has committed. Body bags, body bags, body bags, body bags, body bags. 
Baggage leaves body bags. See, watch this. Love, somebody say love. Love Love is a contact sport with God, people, and yourself. And what you got to understand is this. Watch this. Say, I have to understand this. It's everyone will disappoint you in some way at some time. And everyone will eventually hurt you in some way or sometimes. Why? Because we're humans, just like you've hurt and disappointed others. But Janet said it like this. That's the way love goes. Now, you can learn from it or burn from it, but either way, that's the way love goes. If you choose to learn from it, watch this, then you'll learn to determine who's worth it. Say baggage. Say it again. Say baggage. See, baggage will have you shaking. Look at Superman over here just shaking. He's shaking from the aftermath. I, I ain't been over here in several seconds. <laughs> That's what it'll do. Now you got body bags. Say body bags. You got a trail of bodies in your life. And so now when you need to talk to somebody, oh, well, you, not, you killed that one. Now you need somebody to be kind to you. Oh, you killed that one. Isn't it funny, if we look back over our lives, sometimes the most loyal people to us, we were the most disloyal to? That's because of baggage. It's because of baggage. And, and the reality is, is that we all have it, and it builds up, and it builds up over time. It builds up over time because love is a contact sport. See, it's a contact sport. But here's the deal. Most of us play not to get hit. We play not to get hit because we refuse to unpack our bags because we do not trust who we are unpacking them in front of. You ever, you ever uh, t- taken like a trip, maybe a job trip, or when you're a kid? I'm wrapping, I'm wrapping up. Can, can, can y'all give me two more minutes? You ever done like a trip, and, and you had to be in in, the, in like private quarters with like somebody you didn't know, and so while you took your jewelry off, like you you took it off, but it was like. Because you were scared to unpack it in front of somebody you didn't trust. So tonight, I'm giving you all these principles to get to one place. Because tonight, you're going to start a process in your life. And why are we doing it, Bishop? Because we're right in the middle. Here it is, of the Feast of Unleavened Bread, which is a time in our lives where the scripture teaches we're supposed to self-check and self-correct, which means we got to evaluate our baggage, which means what better time to do it than when heaven has set an agenda through the Hebrew feast where we are supposed to check our bags. Well, touch your neighbor and say, you're going to start that process tonight. Because how many people, you'll be honest, Bishop, I got some baggage. I got I got some trust issues. I got some self-esteem issues. I got some loyalty issues. I got this issue. I got that issue. I got a lot of issues. And I'm watch this. I'm sick of leaving body bags. Every person I meet is not the devil. Maybe they just wouldn't tolerate my baggage. You hear church? Now, now, here, here, here's the last thing. You ready for the last thing? Can I close it? Baggage. What's the first thing baggage does? Builds up. Second, it beats up. Third, it blinds. What's the fourth thing? Leaves body bags. Here's the fifth thing. Baggage blesses. Baggage blesses. What do you mean, Bishop? You just told me all this horrible stuff about baggage. And now you have the audacity to tell me that it blesses. What you call a storm is actually a chance to have a breakthrough. What you call a storm in a relationship is often a time to have a breakthrough in a relationship. What you call a challenge in a relationship is often an opportunity to upgrade a relationship. Which means if you'll handle your baggage right, your baggage can actually be the thing that blesses you. Now, check check this out, check this out, check this out. Say baggage blesses. What would happen if starting tonight, you decided to unpack your baggage. And maybe you got people in your life that you don't fully trust with your baggage. And, and you can sense it because when you start getting ready to say something, you feel the... You, you ever had that? It's like you, you get ready to just, you know, I'm. Uh, it was a good day. So then watch this. What if tonight, say tonight. What if tonight to start this relationship revolution in you that you decided I'm going to unpack my baggage and maybe I don't have people I can trust with it, but I do have a God I can trust with it. What does that mean, Bishop? 
It means having a real conversation with God to say, sir, I got some trust issues. I've been disappointed. This has happened. When so-and-so did this to me, this made me feel this way. This, 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 and the other. And what if you started unpacking that baggage with God tonight? Because you know you can trust him. Bishop, how do you know? Because of all the times you've walked away from him, he's still been right there. And maybe you didn't even know you walked away from him because maybe you didn't even know that you needed him. But here's the reality of it is the reality is, is that even if you didn't know that you needed him, the scripture says that he died for us while we were yet sinners, didn't even know that we needed to be saved from anything in the first place. So you do have a God that you can trust with your baggage. What if tonight you made a decision? I'm going to stop just praying prayers to be cute and polite, but I started praying and letting out my baggage. What if you stop just seeing you going to God as you going to put in an order and instead you building a relationship? What if tonight, somebody holler, what if? What if tonight you said, God, I'm going to unpack my baggage because this is the way I've been looking and I'm sick of looking like this. And this is the way I've been looking and I'm sick of looking like this. And so what I want to do is I want to start unpacking my baggage and I may not have people I can trust, but I have a God that I can trust that watch this won't tell my secrets. I don't know where the real people are at. There's some stuff we don't want other folk to know. There's some stuff we say, God, if they knew that about me, they might judge me. They may treat me differently. Well, you need to know you have a God that when he looks at you, he doesn't see your faults. He doesn't see your issues. And he doesn't say, ooh, that disgusts me. Quite the contrary. He looks at you and says, you know what, baby? I knew that was going on in the first place, and I got you. It's a safe place to unpack your bags with me. High five your neighbors say, unpack your bags with God tonight. And aren't you glad you have a church you can come to where you don't have to be fake, you don't have to be phony, you don't have to pretend, but you can unpack your bags here. So so here it is. Say it blesses me. Tonight, tonight, my next step for you is really simple. Say, what's next, Bishop? So you know what's been causing you issues with you, God, people, and life. Love God, love people, and life. Baggage has been creating issues, but now you know what you can do about it. Say, I'm unpacking my bags. See, what I'm going to challenge you to do tonight, we're going to do it in 42 seconds. You're going to unpack your fear. You're going to unpack your rejection. You're going to unpack your hurt. You're going to unpack your pain. I sat the other day and had just a super real conversation, and I said, you know what? Hmm. This and this and this and this and this. That's, That's the truth about that. See, sometimes you're so busy trying to be Superman that you never heal Clark Kent. But tonight. But tonight. And this is why you have these emotional ups and downs and ups and downs and these breakdowns because you never unpack the baggage and do the work. But tonight, you're going to start that process. I said, tonight, we're going to start that process. And then once you start that process, then here's the second thing. We're going to start a prayer tonight. Here's the second thing we're going to do. Second thing we're going to do is I've taught a ton on relationships before. I want to encourage you to go plunder the bookstore. Say plunder it. Plunder, plunder it means take everything they have. <laughs> not because I'm trying to sell a CD, quite the contrary. Uh, that's not the issue at all. Is that to do the work, it's not enough to just unpack the bags. What are you going to do with the things once you unpack them? Did you get that? Okay, when you when you move, I hate moving. Anybody else? I like change, but I hate moving. That'll preach. I like change, but I hate moving. Uh-huh. And, and so I hate moving because then now all this stuff is packed up, all this stuff is moved, and now all this stuff got to come out of these boxes. And now watch this, I have to find somewhere new to put it. And there's some stuff there's nowhere for it to go. It was good for me. Here it is. I'm closing. There's some stuff that fit where I used to live and who I used to be. But I have been in an evolution. And there's some stuff that cannot come with me in my new place, in my new self, in my new identity, in my new relationship with God. There's no place for it. Touch your neighbor and say, there's no place for your baggage anymore. So, the reason you need the messages, and I've taught a ton and you don't want to miss Sunday, and you don't want to miss where we're even going into and flowing even for the rest of these messages and into the next series. I just wanted to do this tonight, because to really, as he is, as he is, well, he has great relationships. So we got to have great relationships. But we can't do it if we walk it around like this. 
You ever seen them couples do them relationship selfies? This is what some of them look like. <laughs> Two broken, bloody, chained up, baggage filled people. And who's in the back? The devil like, got him! But tonight. But tonight. So we're going to start unpacking your bags. How do I start that process, Bishop? It starts with just being honest about what's in your bags. How many people you got some self-esteem issues in your bags? Got some rejection issues in your bags. That's all right. You, you got some telephobia in your bags. That's why you don't feel good enough. You, you got some distrust issues in your bags. You, you trust people up to a point, and then all of a sudden trust is like. How many you got commitment issues? You're committed to non-commitment. It's like as long as I don't have to commit, I'm committed. Did you make a decision to become a Christian for the first time or recommit your life to Jesus? We want to help you make Christianity a lifestyle and not just a hobby. So just text the word decision to 55498 and we'll send simple next steps so you know what to do next. We're praying for you and congratulations. Remember, your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. So bless what blesses you in our app or online at www.harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Remember to love God, love people, and love life. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.